Hello, hello, and welcome to Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera Donette, known as the Fearless Living Coach and Career Reset Strategist. This podcast is for the woman needing inspiration, motivation, and empowerment as she steps into her purpose and power. Each week, through our special guests, our hope is that you will walk away ready to recommit to loving yourself a little bit more and step into your own truth. Our speakers, like the everyday woman, has experienced some type of hardship and have overcome adversity. Our speakers will speak directly to you and give you tips on how to step into your fabulousness as you create the life you were born to live, a life where you are free and happy. Are you ready? All right, everyone, we are live. Welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera Donette, known as the Fearless Living Coach and Career Research Strategist. Today we have a special guest. We have Tina, who is an amazing single mom of of four boys. (laughs) Um, And you're going to hear all about her, inspiration, motivation, all around go-getter. So take it away. Why don't you just tell us your name and a little bit about what you're currently doing. Okay. Thank you for the intro. Hello, everyone. I am a self-love enthusiast. I am a certified lash specialist. So I've been doing that for about two years in in home salon. Um, I'm currently finishing up my aesthetics license. And I also run two um, other businesses. So I'm like a serial entrepreneur. Uh, One is vegan anti-aging skin and hair care. And then the other one is sexual health, wellness, and CBD educator with Bedroom Candy. Awesome. Awesome. So 2021 for me is all about transformative freedom. Yes. So when when you hear the words transformative freedom, what does that mean to you? So my mind goes crazy with transformative freedom. Um, Just within the past three months, I I think that that, just those words have meant a whole lot for me. Um, For me, it means that no matter where I am in life, there's always room and an opportunity for transformation. And just the freedom of life, you know, we wake up every day with a fresh brand new day the sun's out, whatever happened the day before, you know, is gone away. And so transformative freedom for me literally is my everyday living. So every day when I wake up, that is my transformative freedom because I have that day that is free with that clean slate to transform me and my life into whatever I can do and want to do. I love it. Awesome. So let's learn a little bit more about you and your background. So tell us about one of the biggest challenges that you've ever faced and what did that healing process look like? I've had a lot of milestones. Um, I will say one of the biggest ones that um, I have had to go through and kind of realize was um the relationships and the dynamics of the relationships that I was having with people um as far as significant others family members friends um the most biggest 
challenge that I have had to go through, which I have not spoken about on social media or to anyone at all, um, was a very traumatic thing happened to my little one. I have a one-year-old that's going to be two in April. And um, one day I woke up, his head was swollen, I took him to the doctors, and he had a fractured skull. Mm -hmm. Um you know, everyone knows how the law system works and everything. So of right. course the parents were looked at me and my, my um, husband at the time. And so that right there was the, the biggest thing I had to go through knowing that I did not hurt my child, but also knowing that I didn't know what happened to my child. Right. And I'm a very overprotective mom. I will tell you that broke me down to mm -hmm. absolute, the most lowest I've ever been in my life in my mind that was that was that has to be the biggest challenge um that healing process was a year long wow a year long i i literally just got out of um i want to say i i just healed completely thank god that i can say that now um about five months ago from that situation there was a lot of it um a lot of details that went into it. Um, my kids were placed with a family member, thankfully, um, due to the system and just the investigation and things like that, which I won't go into detail, but you know, people right. are pretty familiar. A traumatic thing like that happening to a five month old. My son was five months old at the time. Um, so yeah, that, that right there, that healing process for me was, it was rough. It was very rough. It was something I've never been through in my life. I've always struggled with kind of like depression and anxiety and low times, but that absolutely pulled the rug right from underneath my mm. feet. I felt like, you know, God does things for a purpose and at, and at the perfect timing that you right. need it. It might not be the way that um, you want it to happen. So the, you know, the outcome now is, is great from that, but the process was really rough and and it had me soul searching it had me questioning a lot of things about myself about other people um about my parenting just everything all around you know um but i will say that uh throughout all of that i say that you know there's perfect timing for everything because before, right before, you know, at the time that it happened, my business was thriving. Um, I was, I just felt like I was on top of the world. I was able to give my kids opportunities and experiences that I never was able to give to them because of mm -hmm. being low income. I felt, right. you know, I felt like I, I had built myself up to that point and I was to the point where I was self-sufficient. I didn't need anybody else. Um, you know, even if, even if my partner wanted to walk away at that point, I was stable enough mentally, physically, financially to handle everything on my own. Um, so I felt like, you know, I was there. I was right. like, oh, I worked so hard. I'm on the mountain. Now I can look back, you know, but you always got to be careful when you get to that point. And um, I just feel like that happened because me as a person, I wasn't healed all the way. There was mm. things that I needed to learn about myself right. that I probably wouldn't have learned if I didn't go through something like that. Well, I know now that I know I wouldn't have, you know, because I was at that point where I felt life was good for me right. and the kids and I was comfortable. I was, I was comfortable. 
Um, not saying that I've never been through anything before, because like I said, I have. I've been through some right. tough stuff, but that <laughs> one right there was the one that kind of took my heart, I will say. Um, and I had to get it back. So what were some of the tools that you used to heal? Number one for me um, was really evaluating um, because, you know, going through that situation, there was like all eyes on me. Right. Um, so I was, you know, being looked at or being told what, you know, the judge or the counselor, or the, the investigator or the psychologist, what their views of me were. Mm -hmm. And um, I've always been a person that I, I want to do good and I want to be good to other people. So, you know, I, I realized that I was a people pleaser. And I've heard that before, but I was like, oh, that I'm not like that. I'm not mm -hmm. like that, but I was. And I really value how people look at me. And you can use that for good or the bad. Right. And I used it for good. You know, I knew that um, what they, what their opinions of me weren't true or um, weren't, it, it wasn't the, the all be all, I will say. So, um, you know, it it was like, it's my first time talking about it. So bear with me because <laughs> it, it's very emotional for me. I'm yeah. getting emotional right now. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I think that the, the first step for me was letting go of how I thought people were looking at me. At that point, mm -hmm. I didn't give a F. I was like, mm -hmm. I'm doing whatever I have to do. I don't care how you guys look at me. You you wanna say whatever you wanna do. I will, you can have, I'm gonna say yes to whatever you want and I'm gonna do whatever I have to do so I can get into the position that I was before on top of that mountain, comfortable with my kids and having my kids with me. Cause at that point they were with a family member. Um, placed. And so once I first let go of the control, for me, it, it was control. Yeah. It was control. <laughs> I'm, I'm a person that I did not like change, you know, and that's why I said everything happens for a reason and God does things for a reason because where I felt I was comfortable, I still had so much to grow so that right. I could really be the, the woman that um, I needed to be. Yeah. So, I mean, I started with that, but so many other things came came um, after that. So really it was letting go of the control, letting go of how I felt other people were looking at me, perceptions. Um, and then after that, I did a lot of digging. I did yeah. a lot of digging with myself. And um, I had, I had, I had went through a lot. I'm going to say I had like a little, um, mini relationship with someone that it, it was very toxic mm. and where I thought I had grown and where I thought I had gotten over past life stuff right? Um, or past things that have happened, it all came rushing back and it showed me that I wasn't where I, I thought I was as, as a woman, as a person, mentally, mentally first and foremost, because I had gotten to the place that I needed, that I wanted to be financially or status wise or, you know, right. things like that. But mentally I was not where I thought I was and where I had, where I thought I'd gotten over certain things. Um, so after that, 
really what had helped me um, was meditation. I started with YouTube. You know, YouTube is very accessible for me to get um, pinpoint information that I want to look up or that, you know, I'm a, I'm a visual person. So I like things to look or be as personal as it can be. So YouTube right. is like really huge mm-hmm. for me because you can see the person, you can see what they're, you know, talking about. So meditation first, um, really, you know, they call it shadow work, but it's basically dealing with those traumas, um, those childhood traumas, you know, traumas that have happened from, um, you know, bad, bad experiences like that, or things that are out of our control. Um, but yeah, meditation was a huge thing for me. I've always done like, um, I've always looked at motivational YouTube videos and stuff like that. And yeah, I get motivated and everything, but <laughs> at the end of the day, it's up to us to put that action. So for me, right. my action that I needed to do was that meditating, taking that time to just be quiet. I'm an overthinker. So quiet time is like a really huge part of my self-care, just sitting in silence and really organizing my thoughts, writing them down, um, shifting through the feelings that I was having. Sometimes we think, especially when we um, are look, when we're looking at ourselves as the victim or, whoa, this happened to me, you know, like in that situation, um, we think that um, our feelings, sometimes they will be negative feelings and we'll think that they're positive. And so I really mm-hmm. had to learn that. I had to learn what were negative thoughts that I was, um, you know, thinking about myself, about my situation, about things around me. And that made a huge difference. That's really good. So it sounds like you definitely went through a lot of inner healing yes. and a lot of self-reflection. Yes, definitely. That's definitely. Good. That's awesome. So I know we know that you mentioned that you have a couple of businesses and kids. So how was life, you know, being a single parent to four children, managing several businesses, and you're also back in school to yes. finish that up. So how is, you know, how are you doing all of that? Number one, I will say that um, it's not easy. It is not easy. Um, and, and any single mother knows what I mean by that, um, especially if you don't have um, su- support, you know, supportive co-parenting um or you don't have that dynamic it is rough but i will say this it's all the way that you look at it because before i would be resentful and i'd Mm. be like man i gotta do this all by myself yes i'm gonna get it done because i'm a good mom and i want to succeed yeah i'm gonna get it done but i was holding on to those feelings of being angry being resentful at the other parent being mad that i was in this situation that i was by myself you know with these children that i had chosen to have with someone else and build a life with and you know life happens it didn't work out but um i stopped being resentful and angry and i changed my thinking because like i said before um i knew i was gonna get it done no matter what it took i'm gonna Mm. do it yes it's hard whatever but i was crying about it Mm. so i was like nagging you know how a child they're gonna do it because you told them to do it but they're nagging because they have to do it that's what i was doing and that made it hard that's Mm. what made it hard um routines things like that yeah you know you you got to do that you have to 
um, to make it easier. There is things that you can do in your control. But first, it was my mindset. I had to let, like I said, I had to let go of that resentment and all that. Once I did that, um, I just got stuff done. I stopped. You unstoppable. Yeah, I just, I stopped being, you know, stopped waiting on other people. Stopped um, feeling like I was entitled to something because I was one parent and it takes two to make a child. Right. <laughs> so, um, once I let that go, that kind of made it easier. But I will say that um, a routine is key. Being organized is key. Um, my mom instilled in me very early, you know, how to be a wife and how to be a mother. So I thank God for that, because without that, I think I would not be as mentally sane and um, a good mom <laughs> as I am, yeah. <laughs> but because I did it for so long and, and, you know, so many years from being younger, I'm the oldest of, um, man, I've got five siblings from my father's side and then two siblings from my mother's side. So I'm the oldest of s seven, eight, basically. I'm the oldest of seven. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. So I was always like mama bear. Um, but uh yeah i mean i i literally i get it done like i just i don't know it's like once you change your mindset about things th things start falling into place and that's what it did for me so things like that i was having trouble with like you know trying to figure out daycare or trying to figure out who's you know what am i gonna do i am one person i have one car i gotta be at this place and that place at the same time how am i gonna figure this out instead of having my mind spiral in those negative thoughts i just was i was radiate you know i just radiate positivity so it's just been falling into place for me um and like i said i just started getting things done like i i used to be a very big procrastinator now i'm not i try to get it done um before deadline, you know, before I'd wait to the end, like a day before. Right. <laughs> now I get it done. Um, but yeah, it, it's been, it's definitely been rough. Um, so working my online businesses, um, that what I do with that is, um, I end up waking up earlier, going to sleep later. That is a life of a single mom. That is a life of every entrepreneur. Um, any, you know, anyone that is in business for themselves. Um, I stopped stretching myself so thin and I started mm -hmm. making myself a priority. Once I made myself a priority, everything was, my routine was getting easier. Um, everything, you know, started falling into place. Uh, so yeah, like getting, you know, like even getting childcare set up or even getting services set up, things like that. I would just, you know, instead of waiting all day or whatever, waiting till the last deadline, I was getting up earlier, making the phone calls that I needed to make, making the connections that I needed to make. Um, instead of being scared to ask people for help or feeling like they were gonna judge me, I just would ask. And the answer started being yes all the time instead of it being no. Um, and honestly, you know, just, I think that's really just mindset. When, when you're yeah. going into a question at, you know, thinking to yourself, they're going to say no, it ends up being no. So I literally would tell myself like, nope, this is going to work out. This is going to happen. That's going to happen. Um, but yeah, it, it's hard. I wake up early, go to sleep late. Like I said, I block off time, um, that I use for my businesses. Um, now I'm in school full time again. So my routine literally just changed all over again. 
but um, I've been flowing, flowing with the changes. Before I hated change, I did. It, it mm. used to send me through a mental spiral of not good stuff. But now I embrace change. The more I embrace change, the more things are changing better uh, in a better direction for me. So it definitely sounds like, like you just said, embracing change. Yes. Accepting that you are not always in control. Yes. Retraining your thoughts. So definitely mindset was definitely um, key yes. to you changing everything overall. So that is amazing. So what keeps you motivated and inspired to keep going and not give up? I think every mother will say their children. That is um, a common answer, but I'm going to dig a little deeper. Mm. Um, it definitely is my children, no matter what. Whatever I do in this world is the reflection of me being a mother. Um, but what really motivates me is the dream life that I envision and that I so want and I'm going to have one day. So definitely I would say um, a dream board, you know, put put uh, those things that are so near and dear, your reasons why you wake up, you know, early, the reasons why you go to sleep late. Um, so it's a collective of a lot of things. Number one would be my, you know, is my children, of course. Um, but myself too, you know, I got a little taste of I've had a taste of success in my business. I've had a taste of, you know, different things go really good in my life. And so when you get those feelings, it's like you want to hold on to that. Mm, and I don't want to, my life has literally been a roller coaster. I've had some highs, I've had lows, highs, lows. And you know what? I got tired of that roller coaster. And I was like, I'm not on a roller coaster. I used to say my life is a roller coaster. I'm on a roller coaster. This is all over the place, out of control. There's no, I'm not on no roller coaster. I can control this. Nobody else controls it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, my reason why would be number one, me, me at the end of the day, because if, if I'm not, if I'm not feeling my best and I'm not feeling great, then I can't be a great person to my children. I, yeah, I, I can't, you know, so it's a collective of a lot of things, but I would really say just me and my children and the dream life that I want really motivates me. It does. Awesome. I, I want to give them, you hear a lot of parents say, oh, I want to give my kids a better life than what I had. I honestly, I look at it a little differently. Um, I'm a more strict mom and I kind of, I treat my children as littles, little humans. I talk yeah. to them as such. Um, I, I try to be the person that I needed when I was a child. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, that's what keeps me motivated is to constantly grow and do better and be the best mom that I can be to them and also be the best person that I can be to myself. Oh, I love that. I love that. So what advice would you give to a woman who may be listening and she is ready to break free and start creating the life that she deep down inside knows that she deserves and desires? I would say number one, girl, go wash your face, look in that mirror and tell yourself that you're beautiful. You are loved. You are capable of being loved. You radiate love and you have all the tools that you need to succeed. Um, number one, we, we have to 
we have to talk to ourselves as if the you're you're you know how we all have like this uh let's say um and the word is not coming to me but kind of like um like if you look up to somebody you know like role model inspiring kind of like a role model or inspiring so you think of that one person right and imagine if like okay let's just say denzel washington imagine if you met denzel washington you want to be an aspiring actor and your dream is to have him tell you that you're a good actor right you right. have to be that person to yourself mm. you can't wait for anyone else to make you feel those things um and number one if you're gonna move if if you're gonna have any action behind anything it's gonna first start with your mind and your thoughts and you have to tell yourself those things that you really don't believe about yourself you Affirmation. might be like well i'm not i'm not there yet and i don't think myself to be beautiful i don't think that i can be loved i don't feel that way well guess what you're not going to every minute of the day you're not going to feel like that i did not feel like that but i will say my advice is to give yourself a clean slate in your mind imagine you know that one person telling you everything that you wanted to hear you tell that to yourself because you have to believe it first yourself the first time you do it you're not going to believe it you're going to think that you're lying to yourself or oh this ain't working but i'm telling you looking in the mirror and talking to yourself because I, I was a person that when I went through bad stuff where I felt really bad, I would go to the bathroom to hide and cry away from my kids. And I'd be looking in the mirror at my hot mess self mm. saying, look at you. You're not going to succeed. You're not doing good. You're not a good mom. You're you're not going anywhere. You don't got money for this or you don't got that. Look at the situation you're in. Everything is woe is me. And I used to tell myself those things in the mirror, not physically, you know, not physically say it, but in my mind. Right. There goes the clock. Okay, it's done. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. I've, I have an old time clock back here. Yeah. Um, but my advice, number one, would be start with that. Number two, um, start with, you know, taking a little time out for yourself to have those quiet moments that you can reflect on your thoughts and you can reflect on your feelings. Even in those bad feelings, I want you to like say the opposite of how you're feeling. You know, if you're feeling like crap and you're sad and you're depressed and you're like on the way out, you need to speak those, you need to speak life into yourself. Mm, so definitely, definitely sounds like affirmations are key. So affirming yourself constantly. are huge. Yeah. They are life changing literally life-changing yeah awesome so tell us about a book that you have recently read that has inspired you uh i literally just recently reread for the third time you are badass from jen scenario i think her last name is yeah. um and that's like my go-to book whenever i'm feeling like my my crown is knocked off or when i'm not feeling my best i always pick up that book and reread it because it puts me in the mindset of i'm a badass like i got this and the only person or anything that's limiting me is me and how i feel about myself um that book is very powerful i tell everyone that i'm in contact with my friends my family everyone that they should read that book i actually passed that book around and i just gave it to a classmate um because i feel like every woman 
like should read that book. Awesome. Awesome. What are you currently loving? What's currently bringing you joy? What's bringing me joy? I will say those affirmations. Like literally I wake up every day and this is what I do. I wake up every day. My alarm goes off. I put my phone down immediately. I'm like, I'm not touching social media. I'm not looking at anything. I don't want anything to influence my day. Um, so what I do, I put the phone down. I start with affirmation. Well, actually, no, I start with my gratitude. Mm. I wake up every day and I say what I'm thankful for. And then I do my affirmations. Um, and I've done like a lot of research on those things. So I do it a specific way. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's been definitely life changing um, as well as manifestations. I don't know why, but it's been bringing me so much joy to see to see the work that I'm doing on myself mentally, see the changes, have my relationships change with people, my relationship with my kids change. So yeah, that's what brings me joy is literally seeing the fruits of my labor because it's hard working on yourself. It is. It is very hard. Awesome. So now that 2021 is upon us, what are you looking forward to in 2021? Aside from COVID being over. <laughs> <laughs> right. When is it going to be over? Um, <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for so many things. I have so many good things in the works. Literally, um, I'm going to be physically opening up a spa nice. in the area that I live in. Um, I also want to relocate out of state is going to be my very first time, but I am picking up the kids and I'm going after <laughs> I get my business, you know, up and running. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to more changes, more professional connections that I'm making with people. I'm also looking forward to getting into more of the um, instructor side of like my lash business and things like that. So like um, training, um, yeah, I'm like really excited for three things. <laughs> my business, um, my my changing relationships with people and relocating. That's what I'm looking forward to. Those those are huge for me. Awesome. I love it. So self-care, and you alluded to this a little earlier, is very important. So what does your self-care routine look like? Yeah, so I, I kind of already touched on my morning routine. Mm -hmm. Um and I do that actually um, in the morning and at night. So before I go to bed, I want to clear my mind of um, everything that happened. I do kind of like a mind dump. Okay. And like I said, I'm an overthinker. So I, I usually never got really good sleep. I always had problems with that because my mind was just running. So now I do a mind dump where I lay in bed. I put on a guided meditation. And um, with your meditation, you know, they teach you how to breathe and to focus on your breathing. Um, so breath work, that's right. what it's called, has really um, worked for me. And I, I, it's kind of like my new love. It helps me just release tension in my body and in my mind. I do that mind dump. I practice my gratitude and I, you know, go through the day on what I was grateful for. And um, I kind of organize, you know, my day on what happened and I evaluate it because um, 
I think that to self-reflect, we also need to see and, and um and reflect on how we are towards other people in our reactions. Mm. So I reflect on my reactions that I had that day and where I can grow in those areas. Um, and if it's something that I'm really struggling with and I'm finding myself thinking about it more than once at night throughout that week, I will then go ahead and specifically start looking up ways um, to get over whatever hump that I need to like, you know, through YouTube and stuff. So throughout the week, that's what I do in the morning and the night, practice gratitude, affirmations, meditation, breath work. Um, on the weekends, I, um, I take a little bit more time for myself. I have never done that. I've always mm. been a mom that has eaten last, bought stuff last for myself. You know, now um, I don't feel like, I feel like, you know, we're good. We're not rich, but my kids have what they need. And mm. I give myself a little bit of grace and I treat myself every weekend, at least to one thing. It could be as small as me getting a Starbucks coffee that day. Okay. <laughs> it, it's like the little wins for me. Right. But, um, but yeah, so like I'll say on, the, on a weekend myself, care routine is a little different. So I take time to take a longer bath because as a mom and as a single mom, my showers are very, very quick Fast. because <laughs> I need to, I need to get, unless they're sleeping and I'm up, you know, late at night or get up earlier in the morning, which I do do that. But uh, majority of the time, you know, it's in and out or just doing what you got to do and get out. But I take more time in the bathroom for myself. Mm -hmm. I, um, my skincare and hair care routine is big for me for my self care as well, because when I feel beautiful or I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm doing a routine that that's going to be, um, preventative care or anything like that, it makes me feel better. So mm -hmm. even just me sticking to my skincare routine, my hair care routine and not feeling like, um, I have to rush in the bathroom. I take a little bit extra more time for my baths, put on candles or turn on candles. Um, I also put on music without words. Mm. So any, um, I, I don't know why, but I'm into classical music and that kind of always like, I don't know, it just makes me feel a lot of things. It makes right, me feel yeah. smarter. It makes me feel elite. <laughs> like, I don't know why. But so that, that's like my thing. It's weird. I I, I don't know. <laughs> so It's I, not I, weird because I like classical music too. <laughs> oh, cool. So yeah, well, you know, people look at people of skin color like that's weird. So that's yeah. why I say that. But um, so yeah, I just take a little bit extra more time for me and I treat myself and I give myself grace for that. I've been learning that, you know, actually for Valentine's day, I just bought my first pair of Jordans myself. Okay. Ooh. They were a, a pretty buck because they had just came out that day and I didn't realize it, but I wanted them so bad. Um, <laughs> I've never spent that amount of money on a shoe before. And I left there and I had so much anxiety. I was like, I got to go take these back. I could have spent the money on something else. I, I don't really need. And I literally needed them though. I literally needed yeah. them. So I just, I sat there and I was like, you know what? No. I went back on, on the reasons why I needed them. And I, I really did need them. Um, and I just gave myself grace. I was like, you know what? No, 
it's a gift from me to myself. Just like I would accept this gift from another person without asking how much it costs, without worrying about what they had to do or how they had to get it. I gave myself that same thing. And I was like, erasing all of that. Nope. It's you good. Know, it feels good. You know what's funny? <laughs> when I first met James, you know, I used, he, whenever we went shopping, he would literally rip the tags off whatever I bought for myself <laughs> in so receipt because I would go back to the store and exchange and return the stuff. Yeah. And he was like, no, you need to stop. That's how I am, literally. And I, you know, I'm learning that to do that with myself. Right. I, Marianne, no lie to you. I just went through like um, a cleaning of my closet and stuff. I had clothes from when I was a teenager living at my parents' house, okay? That's how much far and few that I buy for myself. If wow. someone else doesn't buy it for me, I will not buy it for myself because I will make an excuse on why I really don't need that, even though I do. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that, that is like a part of my self-care routine. Like that's huge. Giving yourself grace, gifting yourself, gifting yourself. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves to get gifts. Everyone has different love languages, but we all enjoy getting a gift from someone else. Yeah. And um, I had to learn that it was okay for me to gift to myself. That's awesome. I feel good that's about awesome. it. Yeah, that's awesome. So where can people reach you if they want to connect with you on your businesses or anything like that? Yes, yes. So um, for any lashing services or lashing trainings, um, and as far as like um, skincare and hair care, that would be on my Instagram at Adorned by Tina. And then... um, I do have two Facebook pages, um, and one is the same one, Adorned by Tina, and that's geared towards more of my um, hair care, skin care, lashing, like aesthetics business, that's towards that. And then I also have um, Bedroom Candy by Tina, and I know that there's a lot of different bedroom candies by um, different names, but if you want to see mine, you'll see me wearing a burgundy shirt with some dark curly hair and a big old smile. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I'll be sure to, we'll be putting the links on the show notes and things like that. So we'll be sure to get the correct spelling of everything. So people will go directly to your page. And I awesome. love connect. I just want to say really quickly. I love connecting with um with women, coming from any type of area that you're in. I don't care if you're down in the dumps or you're on top of your A game and you're a billionaire. I just love connecting with other people from different walks of life, different you know levels, and I really believe in supporting each other in a very positive way. Um, we don't have to be in the same field. You don't have to be interested in what I'm interested in. But even as far as wanting to talk to me about my self-care routine and how I do my meditations or my affirmations or how I learned how to manifest. Um, yeah, I, I just, I like connecting with people. So I love helping people. Um, that's a part of like me feeling fulfilled as well is helping other women. So you don't have to be interested in the same things. You can still hit me up and say hi. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. So now that we are getting ready to wrap up, 
a question that I ask all of my guests is what does fearless living mean to you? So for me, fearless living means everything that I talked about in a nutshell, but more specifically, um, it's like, you know how I was talking about those, you know, self-limiting beliefs that we tell ourselves. Right. Fearless living to me is sometimes we don't recognize certain feelings that we're having um, that are actually fear. I recognize through my healing process that um, fear was the root to a lot of my thoughts about myself, my thoughts about other people, and my thoughts about life. So for me, it means not living in fear of the result, just Mm. doing the work and enjoying the process and really living life fearlessly because you can limit yourself a whole lot with those self-limiting beliefs that are really fears. Right. Um, so yeah, for me, it's, it's literally like not being scared of the result because like I said before, I would be scared to ask someone a question just because I thought it was going to be no. Mm. And I would not ask, Right. you know? So it's, it's me just living life on the edge and, um, and going for it. Awesome. Well, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for joining in with us. Hope that you enjoyed your time. I did. I I just want to thank you. Thank you for having me. I feel like I ranted on a lot. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> but and I know majority of, of it was all like self care and self love. But that has made a huge difference in my life and totally changed everything, changed the game for me, you guys. If you are not practicing self-care, self-love, and all of that, you need to. If you if you don't even know anything about manifestations, you need to look it up. It is life-changing. So, <laughs> like, for real. I, I'm sorry, I have to say that. But I thank you so much for even um, giving me a platform to, you know, to speak on these things and and giving my uh, my stuff some life. Awesome, awesome. Have a good night. You too. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. And I truly hope that you enjoyed our special guest, Tina. Make sure that you check up on the follow um, on the show notes so you can connect with her. And always remember that you are a priority. You matter. You are fearless, and you are fabulous. Until next time, good night. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that podcast was beneficial to you. Be sure to click on the subscribe button, leave us a comment and share. We look forward to connecting with you at our website, MarianneRiveraDannert.com or you can find us on Facebook at the Fearless Living Coach page. Remember that you are fearless and fabulous. You are a priority and you matter. Until next time. This episode is brought to you by the Release, Realign, Restart Coaching Program. Are you feeling stuck and unfulfilled and is life passing you by? Then it's time for a change. As a certified life coach, Marianne will guide you on a personal life transformative journey. With the Release, Realign, Restart program, we'll work together to discover and unlock your full potential, leading you to a life filled with freedom and balance. 
Imagine becoming the best version of yourself, achieving both personal and professional success. Ready to explore a more fulfilling life? Visit MarianneRiveraDanert.com and start your journey today. Release, realign, restart, because it's never too late to create the life that you deserve and desire. If you're enjoying this episode, check out High Vibe Table Talks, where we start to remove mental barriers and take action now so you can achieve your someday desires. I'm your host, Mershawn Hargrave, and if you've ever heard that little voice inside to go after something, but the fear around the unknown felt too big, this is the podcast for you. Listen and subscribe to High Vibe Table Talks on the Jazzcast Pros Network with the podcast listener you're using right now, because it is high time you activated your high vibes.